Welcome to Replacing Awkwardness with Awesomeness. This is your host, Nikki McMillan. Today, I want to ask the question, can we really fake how we're really feeling? And hello, hello. I hope you guys are all fabulously well and seriously tapping into your inner awesome. I want to start off today's episode with a question for you. Have you ever been told to fake it till you make it. Now, I'm sure many of you have or you've read it somewhere in your personal growth journey or on a podcast or whatever. Now, I'm not quite sure about you, but I've never really been that great at it because I'm not very comfortable doing it because I actually feel like a fake. And I just want to share with you that while they're there may be some science justifying that and it it may have merit. Trying to fake how we feel when we're, this is the space I'm coming at where we're going to uh, events or occasions and we're not feeling that crash hot. We may be feeling uh, a little bit flat. We may be lacking confidence. We could be introverted or shy. And I just want to share some really cool science in pub talk as to why it doesn't really work in regards to this space. Now, the first thing is because our emotions and body language is so powerfully intertwined. So uh, how we feel is going to affect our body language. The interesting thing is also that our body language can also influence our emotions. So I'll share just a couple of really cool things with you. For example, uh, known as the facial feedback hypothesis uh, within the field of science, it has found, studies have found that our facial muscles imitate what they see in just three one hundredths of a second. So look, I'll put this into plain speak. Say I'm having a chat to you and you've got a, a happy expression. Within that split second, my facial muscles are going to start imitating your face, your facial expression. And as Dr. Paul Ekman has also found, the leading expert in facial expressions, uh, one of the leading world's leading experts in facial expressions, is that when we change our facial expressions, it has a physiological effect. Therefore, it influences how we feel. So that's pretty cool stuff, isn't it? The thing is, we leak our feelings through nonverbal cues, such as body language. And be it physiological or hormonal changes, as well as our activity and energy levels. Like there's this really cool um, image of our body map. And it shows our energy levels for different emotions. So, for example, if we're feeling uh, depressed or sad or or flat, our uh, energy levels are very low. So, in this image, uh, the levels are uh, the colors are blue and dark and black. Now, with uh, emotions, we're, we're feeling energetic or uh, happy, also anger to some extent. The, there's red and orange. There's higher energy levels. So it's really, really interesting stuff. So in terms of how we feel in our emotions, that's all reflected in that as well. And it's very, very hard to fake all of that. And it's also exhausting. So as you may figure that 
we may pretend we're happy to be somewhere, but there's a pretty good chance that others will see through it. So I want to share with you a really, really cool exercise that I do, and it's the Thrive and Survive exercise from human behavior investigator Vanessa Van Edwards in her must-read book, Captivate. I'll pop a link down uh, in the show notes for where you can get Captivate. Now, what Vanessa suggests is that you write down the places or events where you thrive, you know, where you're comfortable, you're happy, you're funny, you're on fire, you're, you're at your best self. Do the same for the places or events that you dread, you feel uncomfortable, you're bored, you're just really struggling to survive socially and um, to converse and all of that stuff. You just had your absolute worth. You're secretly plotting an escape from the place. And if you're like me, you're fantasizing about being in your gym jams or your PJs at home in front of the TV or having a marathon session of your favorite show with a tub of ice cream and a bottle of wine. Then you list your top three to five thrive, survive and neutral locations. Like your neutral locations are those where while they're not your favorite, you don't dread them. So for example, I've got Vanessa's book here. Um, My top three or top three to five thrive locations are nature, dinner parties and black tie events. Uh, the survive locations where <laughs> I just don't want to be, uh, house parties, uh, casinos, anything with loud noise in the background, because I don't know about you, I just shut down. If I can't hear myself think, let alone converse with anybody, yeah, that's really, really hard to survive. And then the neutral locations are bars, because that depends on, you know, how loud they are and the people. So uh, office meetings, uh, video conferences, um, even networking at conferences. So they're an example of um, some Thrive, Survive and Neutral locations. What I'll do, I'll pop a link in the show notes where you can go to Vanessa's article on this. And um, yeah, she's got a really cool exercise there if you want to do it yourself. Are you already starting to think of your Thrive and Survive locations? I hope so. And I cannot recommend this activity highly enough. This has been an absolute game changer for myself and for others that have introduced this too. Because once we know our Thrive and Survive locations, uh, as Vanessa says, we basically know which invites to say heck yeah to and those that you think, no, I might give this one a miss because we know it's not our place. They're not our people. And we're basically not going to be at our best. By knowing and saying yes to the places where we thrive at with all the people that we thrive with, we're putting ourselves in a position to be successful even before we get there. And when we're actually at the event, we become memorable, we engage, we connect more confidently. And what happens? We have the most amazing conversations and we're giving a dopamine hit, not just to ourselves, but to those that we're talking to. And it's like, as John, Dr. John Medina says, he studies the brain, he says it's like a post-it note that goes on their brain. So they don't just remember the conversation, the really cool conversation that you had, they also remember you. So I think that prosecutes a case to stick to our Thrive places where we can be at our best version. 
Now, I know that there will be times where we do have to attend certain events or locations for work or business reasons or a family obligation, which we dread. And look, I've got you covered with some tips that will be included in the show notes uh, of the podcast. And also stay tuned. We'll be covering a lot more of this in future episodes. I can't wait to speak to you then. Have an awesome week. It's my mission that you get as much benefit as possible from this podcast and all the really cool information that we'll be sharing. Consider it as your tribe where we've got your back, we've got each other's back. But for you to get the most benefit, don't hesitate to leave a comment to ask some questions. And there are quite a few ways you can do that, starting with a voice message on the Anchor podcast platform. You can leave an email at iamawesomepodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram uh, at Nikki McMillan. Why not even check out the website, nikkimcmillan.com.au. Also, please leave a review. If you love this, leave a review on iTunes and the many other platforms that this podcast is available and where you found us. Thank you so much in advance and can't wait to speak to you soon.